This week in the podcast for New All Age Comic Books for the week of June 24th, Disney, 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 Pizza and Taco, Yorick and Bones, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and much more. Hey, hey, and welcome to Daddy Mojo. It's the podcast where we'll talk about parenting, all age comic books, toys, and more. Now, here's your host, Trey Burley. So before we get started with that, I wanted to have a chat with a typical 10-year-old to see what they liked from this week now that we've just gotten back from the comic book store. Hello, typical 10-year-old. Hello. So, we got back from the comic book store. What did you think? Oh, you mean like of the comics? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, I loved the comics this week. They were a lot. So what did we purchase, do you recall? Oh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. Yeah, we love that And uh, Star Wars Clone Wars 2. Yeah, and that Star Wars Clone Wars 2, that, that's a miniseries. Uh, five issues, and it, I think the last one comes out in September. Initially, they were going to come out sequentially, but that was when the whole virus started, and it's late. So, when we went to the store, was there anything that you saw that we didn't purchase that you liked? You mean, like, new? Or anything, anything. Like, what does a 10-year-old want to read? If someone's listening to this and they say, you know what, my kid doesn't know Adam from the comic book shop, help me pick something for them. What do you think? anything really this week <laughs> you're not saying anything well, well maybe <laughs> it's the a shame this star is audio wars. okay oh, star wars yeah. no i mean but in it fact, i just read what everybody yeah I, I know now you love to read but let's pretend that it's not necessarily new this week if someone just walks in there and they think okay give me a book in here that's going to be cool for a 10 year old what should they look for maybe peanuts peanuts is always a classic one yes and up until recently, up until a couple years ago, Boom Studios was doing Peanuts in new uh, new graphic novel forms, and they're still doing some, uh, Andrews McNeil is still doing some new uh, Peanuts stories in graphic novel form. Uh, Be- first Beagle on the Moon, or First Beagle to Mars was the most recent first one there. First Beagle on the Moon. Yeah, I that's good. I know. We'll get that eventually. Yes. Um, are there any other graphic novels that you think 10-year-olds would really like? Maybe, uh, maybe Plants vs. Zombies. That's a great one, yes. Plants vs. Zombies, that's great for grades, th- third grades and up, all the way through high school. Um, what about that, that series from first, second? What is that called? Well, you've got like eight of them in your room. They're from first, second. You mean like science comics? Oh, science those? comics. Yes, yes, yes. Do you like those? Yes, I love them. Now, what do you like about those? I I, I just like that they're um, fun. They're fun. fun. And, and, they're com- and they're graphic novels. They're graphic novels, and I, I understand that you like graphic novels, but they're also educational. Now, are they too educational? No, not too educational. Okay, now. In fact, I don't find them educational at all. <laughs> Thank you. A little bit of a hyperbole there. Um, they, they are educational and they're fun, and that actually kind of segues into this one, which we'll talk about. Ocean Renegades uh, is out this week. This is, the, I believe, the third or the second one in the Earth Before Us uh, miniseries from Abby Howard. Um, this is a very beautiful graphic novel series, but it's a little more educational. It doesn't have as, as strong a narrative device. So if you're looking for great pictures and a lot, I mean hundreds upon hundreds of animals that you'll see, then uh, this is a great series for you, but it doesn't have as strong a, of a story as science comics. But it's still very good. I like it. 
So that that's a bit from this week. Is there any any other comic books that you like that didn't come out this week that you think ten year olds would dig? Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Why would kids like Looney Tunes? I don't know. They're funny. They're funny. I don't know. They're funny. Ah, the descriptive genius of a ten year old. Uh, what else? Anything else? Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Okay. Anything else? Any superheroes? What's a superhero that's okay and cool for a ten year old? Spider Man. Spider Man. Now, is that scary for you? No. Do you understand everything that happens in the comic book? Yes. Okay. And Spider-Man. There are there are a zillion Spider-Man comic book titles. Which one do you like? Do you the know the one that came out two weeks ago? And and for the record, that was the Amazing Spider-Man. And parents, that actually content-wise is okay for ages eight, nine, ten, and up. Um, it really is. I was a little lax at first, but after you read one issue, there are a couple mild. Four letter words, but it's mild, like dang, or maybe a, you know. They have way more four letter words than you think. In fact, there's seven letter words. What was what was what was a bad word in that comic? No bad words. No bad words. Like I, I would say, beavers might build a. Damn. Yeah, that might be in there, but that's the worst of it. <laughs> of course, it's a different damn. All right, thank you, typical ten year old. There are lots of other comic books this week for the all-age audience. Um, and I, I do want to clarify one thing. Uh, we, Me and my son briefly talked about DC Comics. And what's going to happen is in from July, henceforth, they're going to start delivering their new comics on Tuesday. Whereas everybody else, uh, Boom, The Independence, Valiant, IDW, uh, Marvel... And anybody else who I'm forgetting, I said IDW. Anybody else I'm forgetting. Basically, all the other publishers except for DC Comics will be continued to be delivered on Wednesday. So it's not that there are two new comic book days. It's just uh, they're going to work it a little differently. So what your local store might start doing is they might start just pulling the DC Comics that you want. So you don't have to make two trips a week. Especially if you're like us and you live about 15 miles away from the store where that could be a little prohibitive uh, uh, for the gas money, even though gas is wicked cheap now. So keep that in mind. This week, though, Disney. Man, Disney has buckets of stuff. It's almost as if, well, it actually is because of it. They seem to have been keeping books behind, kind of queued up, because of the distribution chain that got broken when COVID happened. So this week has uh, five or six Disney books. Disney Frozen Adventures, Ice and Magic. It's for the Frozen crowd. They ha- there are also two or three Disney Pixar creations. Uh, Disney partners with Pixar a lot. You guys know that. The Incredibles and The Incredibles 2. The story of the movies in comics. Meh. So if that kind of stuff is your jam, you can also check out the story of the movies in comics for Disney Frozen and Frozen 2 as well as Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. Uh, There's also an old-school Little Mermaid uh, graphic novel re-celebration of the 30th anniversary of that movie, which was the last hand-drawn Disney animation movie. After that, uh, they were all computer animation. And I remember back in the day, because at that time I happened to work for Disney, and I was like, what are the computers going to make them? That's going to suck. But wow, I was wrong. Color me incorrect. Uh, so if you're a Disney fan, this is your week for some big old fat Disney graphic novels, and they are all out this week. They are. Uh, t- it's also a great week for graphic novels. 
Um, if you're an all-age person, elementary and up, check out Fox and Rabbit. And also Pizza and Taco. <laughs> it sounds like a food, cock, a food truck. Uh, it's not, though. Uh, Pizza and Taco, it's from Random House. And Random House has been working for the past two years to ramp up their all-age graphic novel presence. This one's really going to hit home for kids who are between four and seven years old. So I remember talking to lots of parents on any occasion. Um, and they ask, okay, what's a good comic book, a good graphic novel for their five-year-old? And usually, sometimes, it's not going to be in comic book form. It's going to be in graphic novel form, like Pizza and Taco, or the other one. Was it Fox and Hare? I'm getting older. What was it? I forget it. Fox and Rabbit. It was the same genus, different species. Uh, both of those are going to be great for ages four through seven. Check out either one of those. Um, also, Yorick and Bones. Yorick and Bones is an original is, is an original graphic novel uh, from Harper Alley, and this one has a plot that really sticks out to me because you've got all sorts of things. You've got basically Bones. You've got a dog and a skeleton, and you'll never guess what happens. The dog digs up the skeleton. Uh, the skeleton becomes annoyed from the dog, and they become best friends. Tell me that's not cute. It's wicked cute. Uh, our son really wanted that one. We wouldn't buy it for him, but he has his own allowance, and he can buy it himself. Uh, we're, we'll probably get a copy of that next week to review, so keep an eye out for that. There are also two great comic books out this week that are really underrated. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You know, I bet if the creators of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers could go back in time 20 or 30 years and scrub that whole cheesy, campy, 1960s Batman-esque show, they would. Because what it does, what it did, it wiped a lot of kind of sour memories for people on the Power Rangers. And it made them think that they're just cheesy. Uh, it's cheesy, bad action but it really isn't. And even the movie that came out, the movie that came out improved upon it a little bit, but it wasn't great. It was just okay. The comic book, though, is awesome. It's banging. Uh, issue banging. Did I really say that? No, tell me I didn't just say that, but I did. Um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue number 50 is out. Um, and it's a great chance to kind of jump on because occasionally, especially in the summer, they tend to have great storylines, really superior storylines. It's always very good, but something happens in the summer over in Ranger Town where it gets so much better. Another example of this is uh, our favorite miniseries of the year so far, the Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This teams up the, the Power Rangers with the Turtles, and the art is beautiful, the story is unique. Uh, issue 5 of 5 is out this week. And it's kind of a bummer because issues 1 through 4 came out in pre-COVID times. Um, issue number 4 came out right when COVID hit. And it's like, oh, what is that? And then issue number 5 came out last week. It is great. Uh, the miniseries is really awesome. You may have difficulty picking up all five issues from this miniseries. But uh, the, the graphic novel collection will probably be out in August or early September, and it's well worth getting your hands on too because it's fun, it's loaded with action, and even our 10-year-old liked it, who I was surprised because, as I said earlier, he is not down with the uh, the Power Rangers at all. He knows who they are, he knows their basic scheme and how they work, but he doesn't seek them out, as you heard. What are you reading? If you want to hashtag us, at DaddyMojo, or hashtag it DaddyMojo, uh, share it with us on social media. 
that sure we'd be super. Thanks for listening to Daddy Mojo. Be sure to tune in next time. For more information on any of the things we talked about today, just check out the website, daddymojo.net, or hit us up at Daddy Mojo on social media.